Um, <laughs> I want to welcome everybody to the world according to Ben Stein. I want to thank everybody that's listening in the YouTube chat and watching in the YouTube chat and everybody that's been downloading our podcast. Remzo will tell you a little, more, a little bit more about that very soon. Joining us tonight, welcome back as always, is Rob Kendall from 93.1 WICBM. Bam, the future of conservative talk radio and a future senatorial candidate in the making. Oh, and of I, course, have you announced that? He, he, when he does, he will give us the scoop and announce it here. And, wow. um, and wow. of course, on the run with Remzo Martinez is here. Remzo, welcome back. You were away for a while. I'm very happy to be back. I, I was traveling for work the last couple of weeks. I took a much needed vacation down south. So where did you go to? I went to, you? I went to North Carolina. I stayed in a cabin off the grid, off the Chattanooga River. It was awesome. Great, 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 great. I often, great. Do, I often don't associate down south necessarily with North Carolina. No, but no, no, it's very southern. It's very, very, very no, no, it is. It is. And, of course, the show wouldn't be complete without actor, writer, provocateur, lover, saint, sinner. Doctor, lawyer. That is this part of me that so few people know about. And I, I really am <clears throat> a surgeon. I'm mostly a surgeon of uh, I'm brain surgery. Um, it was I who did the surgery that put uh, President, which is a Biden, President Biden in fighting trim to do the work he's doing. Yeoman's work, of course. America's humble servant, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Welcome. Welcome, everybody that's watching again. Welcome, everybody that's listening. We will be reading your chats. But, Ben, you uh, I called you today. You said, what do you want to talk about? You said the attempted murder of the United States of America by the Democrat Party. And um, right off the bat, first of all, let's acknowledge G. Gordon Liddy's passing, um, uh, an American icon, a patriot. And um, I don't think so at all. I think a uh, fool. <clears throat> a real troublemaker, and he ruined the presidency of <clears throat> a genuinely great man, Richard Nixon. <clears throat> and I mean, he was a dead loss to, to, to Mr. Nixon, to the White House, to the cause of peace all over the world, to the Republican Party. He, he was a brave man, there's no doubt about it. He was a brave man. He used to light candles or cigarette lighters or something under his hand and burn his hand and not flinch. He was a tough guy, but no one ever found out what he was doing there at the Watergate what the whole purpose of it was. I worked at the White House uh, at one time in an office next to Howard Hunt, who was one, also one of the masterminds of the Watergate. And Liddy was in and out of there all the time. And uh, I, I have no, I still have no idea what they were doing. I don't think they had any idea what they were doing. It would have been much better off for the whole world if neither of them had ever been born. But he didn't uh, rat on anybody, right? He he did that's right he didn't you're right he didn't rat on anybody but on the other hand he ruined the presidency of richard nixon the greatest peacemaker of all time so he did some pretty damn bad stuff but he did take it on the chin and he went to prison sure. and did his he did. he did but if he had not been him and if he had not thought of this jackass idea of breaking into the watergate democrat uh, national committee uh, office building uh, offices uh, Nixon probably would have stayed in office for the rest of his term, would have made a lasting peace throughout the Middle East, would have had, had major league lasting detente with the Soviet Union, would have brought about the end of the Soviet Union much sooner, and would have generally in, improved the lives 
of almost everyone on the planet. So to think that this one jive fool caused such a great man to leave, have to leave office prematurely is just, it, it's almost unbelievably horrible. But I take back like everything I said, except for the part that he didn't rap and he did take, he did do his time. <laughs> With all due respect, you know what? Albert Speer didn't rat either, and neither did Herman Goering. Let's go dig up his grave. Ben, can I ask a question? Of course, sir. How did Nixon view the fact that so many people involved in some capacity and all of that got famous and wealthy? I mean, look, Lydia had a great radio career. He wrote a bunch of books. He made a lot of money afterwards. So many people, Woodward and Bernstein became, you know, famous and, and rich. How did Nixon... I believe I know for a fact that Bernstein is not that rich, but he certainly is famous. So, so how did Nixon view that, that so many people got wealthy almost in many ways at his expense? Uh, he was not happy about the entire episode, I might say. I don't think there was any part of it that he was happy about. And, uh, but I don't think we ever discussed other people making money off uh, Watergate. Uh, Nixon was a very interesting fellow. He, he, uh, he really liked a, a high life. He, he had a magnificent home in San Clemente. He had a magnificent home in Key Biscayne. But uh, he was not really a greedy person. And when he left office, unlike uh, his Democrat successors, he would not accept money for speeches. So, but for example, while Mr. Clinton, I think at some points was getting several hundred thousand dollars per speech, Mr. Nixon would never accept any money for speeches, and he gave quite a few of them. So uh, he was not really in it for the money at all, and uh, I'm sure he felt uh, unhappy about the fact that so many people had gotten rich from an episode which had cost him his presidency. Uh, but uh, he has so much to feel unhappy about, and I think he bore it all bravely. Judah was just speaking very wisely about taking it on the chin. I mean, look at Nixon, really took it on the chin and uh, did incredible things for the world, and he took it on the chin for that. And there's, but let me ask you the next question. Why didn't he take money for speeches? That is something I do not know, except I think he, he thought he did not want to, in any sense, seem to be under anyone's thumb. Likewise, he would not accept Secret Service protection. Uh, all the other presidents, have, except uh, after him, have had legions of Secret Service protection. He didn't have any except for one retired New York cop, and uh, he uh, was perfectly happy and comfortable with that situation. He was a modest guy. He didn't believe in this imperial presidency that we have now. I mean, if you're in Washington now, I haven't been there for a while, but if you're in Washington now and you uh, see the president going by, it's just, I mean, it, you, you might as well think that the Roman emperor is going by. There's such a gigantic, gigantic rigmarole going on. Okay, now, so getting so getting back to it, you, you you said to me you wanted to talk about this mass this attempted mass murder by the by the no, Democrats. I just said attempted murder. Attempted murder. Oh, it is mass. Um, this attempted murder by the Democrats uh, to the uh, with the United States of America that would be mass. Um, and uh, what were you referring to? I'm referring to first of all, and we could take many different things. One, the catastrophe at the southern border where all kinds of people are, are flooding into America without any sign that they have uh, been uh, tested for COVID or any other diseases, without any sign that they do not have criminal records or criminal intent. I was referring to the idea of uh, 
imposed a critical race theory so that everything gets blamed on the white man and uh, the country moves towards civil war. I think if I could say uh, any clear goal that the Democrats seem to have is to incite a second civil war, which would be catastrophic for the United States of America, especially in this era of the kind of weapons we have now. And uh, that frightens me to death. I think the, the, it spreads to changing criminal law so that people who commit very serious crimes are let out, uh, often without even having to come into court at all. Uh, there, there is the bottom of the country is sort of falling apart and the justice system is sort of falling apart so that people are not being prosecuted and law is not being enforced. So I think there we have a very, very sad, serious, horrible situation where if we cannot rely on the law to uh, protect us, we don't really have a country. If we cannot rely on having borders to protect us, we don't really have a country. If we cannot rely on having a First Amendment and protection of free speech, we do not really have a free country. So, and our this, Second Amendment, Ben, which is... Well, the Second Amendment is incredibly important, too. I mean, there was a reason that the founders put in the Second Amendment. They didn't just put it in because they owned stock in Browning Arms. They, I don't think there was any stock in Browning Arms. There probably wasn't even Browning Arms. But uh, they put it in because they realized that it was a good idea for people to be able to defend themselves against an overweening uh, government. So uh, there, there's, I don't see anything that they've done so far that does anything except erode and, and, and uh, tear apart the fabric of the society. Yeah, you raise great points, Ramzo. Well, God bless you, sir. Ramzo has not said a word, so I'm afraid he's not agreeing with me. <laughs> well, when Gita was like, well, good points, Ramzo, I'm like... I hadn't had to say a word, yet somehow they got across. Um, you know, are, are we in difficult periods? Yes, but, I mean, I've said this over and over again. If this is the worst things are, then, I mean, things have always been pretty terrible. I, I try and take a step back and really examine things from, from a bigger perspective. You're less likely to get murdered now on the streets than at any other point in U.S. history. When we look at, uh, you know, the creation of the capitalist system, you're more likely to be a homeless person with a cell phone now than ever before. In the United States, we have an epidemic where people are dying of obesity, whereas throughout most of human history, people have died of starvation. I call that progress. All in all, despite the fact that we're going through difficult days, despite the fact that things look bleaker now than maybe even 10 years ago. I, I'm trying to remain optimistic about all this. May and, I ask you a question, Ramzo? Where do you live, sir? You live in Washington, right? Yep. Do you not notice there are an incredible number of homeless people? Do you ever walk around where the federal courts are? Do you, not, do you, do you think those streets are safe? Do you think the streets of George... I grew up in Washington. I can remember when you could walk the streets of Georgetown at any hour, day and night, it was perfectly safe, or the streets of Foggy Bottom. Those days are long gone. I don't know where you're referring, what you're referring to. I, I'm talking about the, the rest of the country. I'm not just talking about D.C. And I've strongly been an advocate for taking all the homeless people in D.C. and shipping them to Baltimore. So I'm coming up with that solution. Let's go ahead and push them across the Potomac. You're the Rush Limbaugh. You're the new Rush Limbaugh instead of sending them to Malibu. Great respect, Remzo. I don't think your data about the rate of violent crime is correct. The rate of violent crime, it's true. It was higher at one point about 20 years ago than it is now. 
That's way higher than what has been any time in the last. I, I'm talking. I'm talking into the scope of human history. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I even, I even him. said that you know, ten years ago, like thing, things were were obviously different. But right now, you know, like one of the things I've been doing is I've been traveling more often. And the first time I went on a solo road trip was about a year ago. I, I went around Virginia and parts of Maryland, and um, you know, everyone around me was like, well, "Don't go now, you'll get COVID," or "Don't go now, you'll die in a riot." And I mean, half the time I was in the middle of nowhere and there was no one really around me, and it was just my opportunity travel and even going down to North Carolina it's so different than what I've seen here in Virginia they're not enforcing mask mandates I mean they're still enforcing some social distancing but businesses are opening back up hotels are actually able to fill space again I think what people need to do is they need to spend less time online and get more offline because have, yeah have, have you not noticed sir that courts are letting people who are arrested for violent crimes out without even setting a court date for them the people who commit violent crimes, and not in every city, but in many cities, are simply arrested or not even arrested at all, and then let out and commit crimes again. Have you, have you, it's been that, like that. It's been like that for the past year. But that's why I stay away from major cities. I, I live in D.C. I haven't been really going around D.C. Well, what, I'm sure. trying, what I'm trying to say is that the, the country still, while we're in a difficult period right now, go out and do things. People need to get a hobby. People need to stop watching TV and they need to get on the road. Go see something. Go to Mount sure, Rushmore. I'm, go I'm, to the Grand I, I Canyon. Live in, sir, I live in the middle of the second biggest city in, in the United States. I see homeless everywhere in neighborhoods where the houses are multi-million dollar houses i see homeless in neighborhoods where the houses are very poor houses are very poor i see homeless we see every day every day in, not every day every weekend in chicago a couple of dozen people murdered that hasn't happened before in human history that's not a standard part of human history i mean what parts of american life do you think are better than they were 10 years ago? Well, I mean, at this point right now, you're more likely at least have an income coming in. Jobless rates went down mm -hmm. under President Trump. What we're basically also saying is that all the Trump boom, all the jobless rates, all the things that came out of the Trump administration, what we're basically saying is overnight they disappeared. They didn't know the disappeared. No. I, 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 either, either things worked out or they didn't work out. We have, we're in the midst of a very strong recovery. I didn't say that we were in the that we were in a, in a period of poverty. We're not in a period of poverty, but we are in a period where we're, we are running up deficits so large that they cannot conceivably be, be repaid. We are racing towards national bankruptcy. No country has ever had a, a debt as large relative to its GDP as we've had. And I mean, I could bring up the Roman Empire if you really uh, want to get okay, into okay, the okay, history great. books. Well, if, you want to, if you want to say we're in the same situation as the Roman Empire. Great. I mean, they, they did not come to a good end. On that note, though, Remzo, it's funny that you said you were in the middle of nowhere and you saw nobody. That's usually the way it works. Um, you don't see a lot of people in the middle of nowhere. But I am enjoying this lively discourse. Rob, we will get to you in a second. But Remzo, please tell people where they could find us. Go ahead and hit the subscribe bell icon so that way you can curse at me in the comments. Other than that, you can go ahead and subscribe to the show in audio format every day after we go live on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher Play, wherever else you're avoiding because everything is cancel culture. And please leave us a five-star rating and review if you like most of us. As always, go ahead and subscribe to the <laughs> newsletter at benstein.substack.com. That's benstein.substack.com. And, and, and that reminds me, have, you, have we ever had a situation before 
where people were simply prohibited from using certain language, where people are being punished for helping a woman into or out of her chair at lunch or dinner. Have you ever seen anything like that? Okay, what, what example is that? Uh, how about uh, his name? I believe his last name is Cuomo. Oh, there. Ben, I remember growing up when Obama was president, almost every day on conservative radio or conservative TV, I was constantly being told, the end is nigh, the end is here. And was he doing some things to screw it up? Absolutely. My least favorite president of my lifetime. But here's what we have to do. We can either go ahead and just constantly complain. And this is why I've been staying off of Parler. Some people said that I'm only posting links on Parler for my stuff because I'm shamelessly promoting. That's very true. Because all I see online and all I really see see on TV and all I really see on radio are people constantly saying that this is the end of the world and are things tough yes but what we need to understand is that ultimately I would rather be alive now than at any other point in human history we're remarkably blessed there's food on every corner I can have my groceries delivered to me if that I was, want that's to. been true since 1941 that's her Sir, that has been true. And since 1941 had segregation. I mean, I can go ahead and point that's out right. all the negatives right. of that, everything. But there was a tremendous, tremendous, but that's right. But there was a tremendous amount of prosperity too. And yes, there was segregation. That was a terrible thing. But there was also not. There was not this incredible epidemic of race baiting. There was not this uh, not allowing people to use racial language, which is a direct assault upon the First Amendment. I mean, that there was Jim Crow. Before. What? There was Jim Crow. There was Jim, Jim Crow was a very bad thing. I agree. Very bad thing. No doubt about it. Is it is it worse or better than ending free speech? Okay, so 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 just first of all, let's get Rob in for a second because he's been awfully silent, but I'm enjoying this. So Rob, I was trying to know since you live in the in the, in Indianapolis and both Ben and Remzo took my my next thing away, which Ben oh, I was by the way, real up. fast, somebody in the comments is mad at me because they said, Oh, you dislike Obama more than Bill Clinton. Actually, my least favorite president of my lifetime is George W. Bush, but I'll leave that there. And um but uh Ben, I want to bring up something. As I was driving today, I was driving then Coenga, um, and literally, I'm not joking when I say this, I counted the stores. There was 90% of Coenga from Sunset to Selma was shut down, permanently well, shut Jim down. Ramsey thinks that's great. And then I saw a massive homeless encampment, Rob. How are the homeless encampments, I'm curious, in, in, in Indianapolis? So what we did in Indianapolis, because we have the big basketball tournament right now, is until about February, downtown Indianapolis, the circle, the circle city, was literally a homeless refugee, uh, wow. where the homeless took refuge wow. all around the circle. Wow. We announced that we were going to have the basketball tournament here within, I don't know, a week or two. Downtown looked great again. And then it came out, they literally put all the homeless in a fenced in area and put drapes up so no one could see the whole uh, <laughs> basketball tournament. Okay, but that, and, and that was a clever idea. But the fact that we have an incredible number of homeless is surely not a good sign. The fact that we are allowing people to come into the United States of America in fairly large, not enormously large, but fairly large numbers without any place for them to stay or live, that's not a good sign. The fact that children are separated from their parents, perhaps voluntarily, is not a good sign. The fact, again, that a man, Cuomo, not my favorite person by any means, not by a million miles, the fact that he is persecuted 
for helping a woman into and out of her chair is unbelievable. It's, un it's unbelievable mind control. We have gone back to the age of mind control. Not everywhere, obviously, not everywhere. I wouldn't say it for a minute everywhere, but way too much. God bless you for your optimism, and I think it's great. I think it's fabulous. I think it's wonderful. But can, right. I pick, can I piggyback off this? Because Rush once wrote a book, The Way Things Ought to Be. And I think that's part of what we're talking about here, right? Rimzo's right from the standpoint of, yeah, by and large, things are pretty good compared to the rest of the world. But we're, bet. we're the greatest idea ever conceived by man, right? Okay. Like pretty good or decent or whatever. That doesn't work given what the people went through to, to found this country and put it together. America as a collective deserves better because we're the only time in human history this experiment has happened and worked and we're the last hope and it's going down the drain. It's going down the drain because we are losing the key foundation part of it, free speech. And I, I'm impressed, overjoyed that Ramzo is so sanguine about it. God bless you for it. We need more like you. But losing free speech, the idea that people can be fired for the slightest word that can be even slightly taken as racist is a terrifying attack on the First Amendment. If you don't find it that, more power to you, and I admire your Man, I worked for Parler. I think I take a pretty strong stance on free speech on that part. And even when I was at the Washington Times, it was trying to make sure that unpopular stories got, got put out there. I'm not trying to say that it doesn't matter right now. But what I'm saying is that in a lot of what I'm seeing on the mainstream, whether it's online or on TV or whatever, it is giant distractions. You know, for the past couple of weeks, we've been discussing how do conservatives take back the country. Well, I was in a town last week called Mount Airy. Mount Airy is where Andy Griffith was born. And, you know, it, it's that town that was supposed to be the model for Mayberry on the Andy Griffith show. And I go there and I see the statue of him holding his son's hand as they're about to go fishing. And I see a, you know, a closed down strip club and a Chinese buffet place that's closed down three days a week. And I'm looking around and I'm like, where are people going? If well, people want to take back their country, they need to go back and they need to take back their own cities. They need to well, make sure, jobs. Just, I mean, they need to go ahead and actually take local leadership positions. Sir, with the greatest respect, I completely agree with you. But the fact that this is happening, and it's that the city or town looks like this, is hardly a cheerful sign. No, I'm not okay. saying that at all. So what I'm saying so is that, you know, we have the, uh, these opportunities, but some guy in Michigan is going to go online and tweet all day about immigration. Somebody in Texas is going to go online and scream all day about Chicago. What we can do is look at ourselves, look at ourselves locally and begin to think, if I want to change the world, mm -hmm. I have to start by changing my own neighborhood. I, I couldn't agree more, but that does not in any sense confound what I just said about how difficult things are. The fact that a person can get fired for the slightest, wackiest interpretation of a remark as racist does not in any sense mean things are good in America. It means I'm not trying I'm not trying to say that. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is that we're we're looking at a whole bunch of situations. We're looking at situations across the country that seem like they're a lot, but when we really pay attention to it, it's a lot of isolated incidents that we tend to talk about for days. No, and no, no, Remzo, on end I, Remzo, because it brings good ratings. Remzo, I would I, I, I love you on this one and I'll defend you on most about this one. I don't think that the immigration thing is a ratings thing. Or, or are we talking about 
about immigration or were we talking about free speech? Were we no, talking I'm about? Well, I mean, I don't know what we were talking Immi about. Immigration. They're, they're two different things. Immigration, free speech. These aren't made up things right now that people are getting fired. So for. we can jump from one thing or another. Did you want me to talk about localism? Did you want me to talk about free speech or did you want me to talk about immigration? Well, I wanted you to talk about the general tenor of the times where a certain clique of very powerful people are seriously interfering with free speech are seriously interfering with polite uh, interchange and behavior. I was about to say polite intercourse, but not. <laughs> where a certain segment of people are trying to sort of muzzle a very large segment of the people. I'm talking about a place where we have incredibly, unbelievably rich people controlling very large parts of the society so that the votes of many, many ordinary people who just work every day at a job from nine to five are meaningless and, and count for nothing. I'm counting, talking about the fact where despite the fact that we had some voting areas where the number of votes exceeded the number of people who lived in the area and no, no judge would hear the case, those are all bad signs. And, and Ben, I can I'm, nothing I say has got nothing I say is anything new to anybody. We all know what's going on, but what I want to do well, is I actually want to provide a solution, which is what we need about? to do is we need to go back and take our own towns. We need okay, to become the entrepreneurs. Okay, so 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 I just want to okay, just guys. Relax How many one people second? voted for Donald guys, Trump, but okay. they never voted for city council? Guys, That's a relax, lot of Republicans. Guys, relax for one second, just yeah. so everybody understands this. Uh, we're, we're, let's, I want to get back to this homeless epidemic for one second, okay? So last week, they did a raid on a park in Echo Park, okay? Uh, Ben's familiar with the area. It's part of Los Angeles. No, I know. I've seen it. In the, I've seen the newspaper. Yeah. I don't so, know where it is. so, Rob, they did a raid on Echo Park, and essentially the city of Los Angeles, or, or especially in California, I'm not sure where it is in other places, you can't kick, the ACLU made it that you can't kick the homeless off the streets, okay? The homeless have a right to be on the streets. They offered these people, I'm not joking right now, hotel rooms. They offered them amenities to stay at. And the people refused to um, to take them to take the city up on this. So there's nothing we can do as a city to get rid of the homeless epidemic because the ACLU, I believe it was in 1987, um, people could fact check me on this. Uh, completely made it against the law to kick homeless people off the street. So no matter what we do, we will have homeless encampments around us. It's not, Judah, my dear friend, it's not just homeless encampments. A whole town, this beloved town, our beloved L.A., which I love so, so much, is just mobbed with homeless. Not everywhere. I can walk out the door of my house in Beverly Hills, and I can walk around the block 20 times. I probably will not see any homeless people. If I go a couple of blocks to the south in front of the stores where there's really, 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 really expensive things are being sold, there are homeless everywhere. And so so, scary. so here's the here's the issue we have in our city, and I think it's a lot of places, is that local governments don't understand homelessness. They don't care. No, 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 you're right. And there's three very specific types of homelessness, at least here in Indianapolis, and I'm sure it's in major metropolitan cities. And you have to address each you bet it is with versus a blanket solution. There's people who are legitimately homeless, who don't have homes, they've lost their jobs, whatever. Then there's panhandlers who are invested in not having a home because they make money on not having a home. And then there's drugged out zombie guy. So all three of them need to be and woman and woman. Don't drop. Come on. Well, 
Yeah. And transgender. And trans, yes. Come yeah. on. And, and all of these pose different levels of threat to safety and, and have different solutions that are needed. But we want to throw a blanket, you know, problem on it. And it's a big problem is we don't, people in charge don't know how to deal with these issues and they're not dealing with them correctly. Well, I tell you, a big giant problem is, if I may say so, I will, here, here I will go and I will throw in my lot with Remso, criminal sociopath though he is. <laughs> that is, things in this country are by and large great. I personally have, cannot even imagine day by day a better life than the life that people in middle class and upper middle class and upper class people have in the United States of America. But the streets are filled with homeless. The streets are filled with trash. In some cities, like my beloved San Francisco, which I love so much, the streets are filled with human feces. This is not a good situation. People are pouring across the border, ruining the lives of people on farms and ranches on the border. That, that, that is property. Property is sacred under the Constitution. Now we have people saying, this just is, I mean, excuse me, across the internet today, that some, excuse me, some crazy woman, I consider her crazy, I am a doctor, I consider her crazy, from a congresswoman from the Midwest, says that the Constitution is itself a racist document, we've got to get rid of the Constitution. If we get rid of the Constitution, we might as well be Bulgaria. I mean, this is a terrifying situation that a woman in the United States Congress is wanting to get rid of the Constitution. That is very scary, and she has friends. I wanted to say something, Ben, before we uh, get to Remzo in a second. Um, Marco Rubio, who we all know is going to be running in 2024, um, and maybe he'll grow a little bit this time, actually invited the <laughs> migrant children to the homestead in Miami today because um, they have a facility there that's been shut down because Miami didn't want the homeless, the, the immigrant uh, crisis going on over there. He, in his infinite wisdom, has invited, I think they have a facility for over 4,000 people. So there you go, Marco Rubio, the leaders we, the Republicans, have elected and the people we have to think about in the next elections who, and, and this is where I do agree with Ramzo, and I think we could all agree, we really need to start looking who's on the ballots in every which way known to man, we really have to start looking at who's on these ballots. Ramzo, if you just tuned in, you are listening to The World According to Ben Stein. Please tell people where they can find us. It's the end of the world as we know it, but we're all doing fine. Go ahead and subscribe to I'm the not, show. Hit the bell icon. Not, wait a minute. I'm not doing fine at all. Find us on and the internet. Google us. I'm not doing fine at all. And uh, so I, I, will, I will say that. I mean tonight. All I had. Ben, to is this not your is this not your best time of the week? We get to talk. We get to we got to we get to you well, know I, chew the fat. I don't question that you personally are the best part of my life, except for my wife. I don't question that, but I do say that it is upsetting as hell to drive through West LA. It's it's a, legions of yeah. homeless people. It is as upsetting as hell. It is as upsetting as hell to read in my local internet. Uh, communication from people in my, my neighborhood in Beverly Hills that their houses are being broken into, that their yards are being broken into. A guy just recently bought a house in Beverly Hills, just a few houses from my fantastic super house, and he, he was unpacking, and it, there was a homeless person wandering around his backyard. Ben, remember the I, time I can the homeless... say I can say something, but it will probably get us taken off of YouTube. Okay, so Remzo, just tell people where they can find us. <laughs> ben, let's not forget the time the homeless guy was parked in your was uh, sitting in your garage, laying sleeping, down, sleeping, sleeping, sleeping in your garage door. Yes, um, but the good thing him. about 
the good thing about Beverly Hills Police, they are here really quickly. Remzo, getting back to where people can find us. Hit the notification icon so you always get notifications when we go live on YouTube. And please leave us a five-star rating review. Share it with your lovers, your enemies, your mistress, the guy that you hit with your car the wait, other wait, wait, that you don't talk up, about. Back up a second. Find Share us on the internet. Thank you, Remzo. Welcome back to the world, according to Ben Stein. And, and something I want to bring up that Remzo is keeps on bringing up and that Brent Ben brings up and... We are, listen, thank God we're alive. Some of us have it better than others. Some of us have it good. We're eating better than any time in the past, but we, okay, we can't always look. That's and, not true. When I was a child, my mother was a very good cook and I ate much better than I do now. Okay, so there you are, but you- Judah, somebody I, asked if you're homeless. Do you live in Ben's garage? Yes, I live I live in this little room. It's tiny. Okay. I Ben makes me sleep next to the door that says Ben Stein, private detective. And um, I'm sorry for the disheveled hair look. Um, but getting back to it, Rem, so you raise a good point. And Ben, I want to get to this. And Rob, I want everybody on, in on this one. We constantly live, and I brought this up the other day, that you know we can't complain because it's COVID. That we live better than people have in the past. But you know what the reality is? We're in the present. And I, I'm not trying to make no, it no, 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 Remzo, Remzo. I'm not referring to you right now. You're I'm under referring arrest, to Remzo. Yes, yes. <laughs> for speaking, Remzo, you are you are banned oh, for oh. speaking. That, and that that idea that we're all doing great is so fucking racist. It's unbelievable. Maybe <laughs> you are because you're a white man. Yes, that, fine, fine for you. White you know what's funny? People, you know what's crazy. genuinely funny about that? I did that whole 23andMe thing where you spit in a tube and you send it off to a lab. I actually found out, and this will shock some people, I'm 0% Hispanic Latino. I spit in that tube and they never sent me any results. Uh, it's because they stole your <laughs> DNA. It's in China now. They're making Ben Stein clones. It's I'm, I, it's having 45% Caribbean. Which is what crazy. does Caribbean mean? That's Puerto a, Rican. It's not a race. Apparent, apparent, apparently, Caribbeans and ethnicity now. Which I mean, I could have used it on the FAFSA. Caribbean. I, I agree. Hey, I agree. Hey, listen, with you. of the four of you, I'm the only one that was called a racist pretty much to their face this week. Okay. Stop white explaining to me. That's because you were. That's because you talked to a dopey LA woman. I am still proud of it, Ben. It's his badge of honor. But I want well, to tell get us. This. I, I spoke about this the other night, I, Rob, to the people listening. I was on a application talking to a, a smart L.A. woman like my wife. Talking to, talking to a girl. And uh, I said, Is she homeless, a girl or a woman, uh, a, a gal. And she had oh, she had said to me that she um, she had said to me that she was um, what was it? She, she was from India or Bombay. And I had said I'd never met anybody from Bombay. And now it's called Mumbai. And I said, why? You must have been here a long time because your English is exceptional. <laughs> and she, and for that, she called me a racist. Something I would have said, something I would have said to a Russian girl, something I would have said to a girl from, or man from any other country. And let's just say I was reported to that dating app. Um, and you got banned from Twitter. I want to know what, what that means. What does that mean? What happens to you? It means I got a warning. Um, so what? what? What does that mean? No, it's nothing. I just, I, I am actually proud of myself for, 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 for um, you got a for, warning from a dating app. Yeah, or you got you put that to, in your bio. I got a warning from Tinder. If, if you get, what does it say? Don't, app. don't be racist. Like, what does it say? Yeah, what, watch what you say. It, like, you get an email saying, minute, you got a warning from a dating app. I can't believe this. My, my, my wife's. Father the world is going to hell against the Germans hand to hand. 
Her, my uncle fought against the North, the North Koreans hand to hand. They, they, they didn't know how good they had her. They, they didn't get a warning on a dating app. Yes, I, 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 so, so Remzo, so when you bring up these, the things, world yes, is Remzo. ending, Judah. You should have started with this. It would have made so much more sense. Um, but I take uh, back but, everything I said. As well, you should, because Ben brings up the greatest. Ben brings up brings up the best, one of the best, or the best point, as always. But we all do. The, the what's frightening more than anything to me is the free speech thing. And yeah. I know we've said it for years, and I know we this, and I know we that. And to the people that are listening. Ben thinks Cuomo belongs in jail for the for the uh, homing for the for the um, older age homes and the crimes committed there, but not for the sexual harassment. But but this this suppression of free speech is absolutely frightening. And and if if people aren't frightened by this, Remzo and Ben and and, and Rob, I don't know how the callers take this, what they're saying to you in Indiana, but it really is a scary thing that you can't speak. Yeah, so we actually kind of, to branch off this, had this conversation today about these new COVID passports. And like in places like New York and things of that nature where they're instituting these COVID passports in order to go to games or in order to to get on airplanes, et cetera. And eventually it's it's becoming very clear that their goal is to make these COVID passports, what she'll do God knows what with that information uh, to get in and function in any facet of society. And we talked about the reason the shutdown of free speech is so important is because people just went along with it, right? Like whether you like Trump or not, what happened to him was complete bull crap that you could erase the sitting president of the United States from the face of the earth. And now because people have gotten away with it, the complete shutdowns almost without question other than the fringe pockets of society that have gone, hey, this is kind of a big deal. Now they think they can, the government thinks they can get away and big tech thinks they can get away. And they're away. trying to, and they're trying, look, my God, look at that lunatic Democrat congresswoman. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. There's so many. But I don't even know how to pronounce her name. She actually wants us to get rid of the constitution. Everyone knows the constitution Remzo's is the right. rock of our country. Everyone knows it was written in a time when something thoroughly evil, namely human slavery, was going on thoroughly, thoroughly evil, horribly evil, but it's a great, great document in any event. And people are not going crazy. Why? Why isn't Why isn't Washington on fire with people protesting this woman? I agree with you. And Remzo, I want to just want to say something. What Rob just said, right? So basically, Ben, what they want to do is everybody that gets vaccinated, uh, it, it's they're going to use it pretty much. They're in, it, it's reasonable to think that with big tech. They're going to put something on our phones to basically be our our passport to travel, our passport to this, our passport to that. And that really is a frightening thing that we're going to have on our phone, part of our medical history or or, 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 some, or something like that. I'm sorry, I'm not Dick Cheney, I mean, I Dick Cheney wanted. And basically what's going to happen is there's going to be an app that says, you've um you know you've been you have the vaccine you haven't had the vaccine you've had covid you haven't had covid and if you want to attend or get on a plane if you want to go to a concert or a sporting event you're going to have to show that you're going to have to show that i don't understand that how can that be that's bolshevism Ben, that's what well yes welcome to america (laughs) as you wrote with a k you know welcome to the 
you know, to the United States of, uh, of, uh, of, of, of America. I don't know what more to say to that. But I wanted, you know, I was thinking about that because you were talking about the other day, Ben, you know, you had written something very similar to Red Dawn. And this goes to what um, Remzo was talking about. As, as, as the borders are getting, as we have these open borders, Ben, I'm starting to think, and I don't, and Rob, are we that far away from states having their own borders? I mean, because how many states are going to want mass migration into their states? I mean, we're literally, for me, a hop, skip and a jump away from that. I don't mind if we have states having their own borders. I just don't want the country to not have any borders. I don't want people from all over the world to be able to come here, bring whatever diseases they have, not have any education, be liable to commit crime in order to support their families. I would like to see some more law and order. It, and not that, to is the that wrong? Very passionate conversation that Ben and Remzo had earlier. But I think one of the concerns that people have when they talk about the condition of the country is the rapid way in which we're getting away from the ideas that have made us great for 240 Right. Very, very good. And why are we doing that? Because we have people in the Congress of the United States and in the judiciary of the United States and above all in the media of the United States who have no idea of what made America great. And so I think when we talk about it, like to come back to this COVID passport thing, Look, I cannot go to the Springsteen concert. That's fine. I cannot go to a, a Pacers game or a Colts game. I don't care. But when they start mandating it to get into the grocery store to buy things to eat, that's when it gets a little dicey, right? I'm not getting the shot right now. I'm eligible to get it in Indiana. It's, it's basically 16 and up now. I'm not doing it. And I'm not going to do it for a long time. But there comes a point where it's like they could almost force your survival into having proof that you've had the shot. And that's super scary. Yeah, everything about this whole dictatorial regime under Biden is super scary. The idea that people can be can lose their jobs, be kicked off the air, can be banished into outer space, outer Slobovia for making the slightest gesture of politeness, just for God's sake, holding a chair for a young lady or a middle-aged lady when she's sitting down. That's unbelievable. And inconceivable. Remzo, um, it's one of my favorite movies, The Princess Bride. But um, you know, Remzo, I mean, you know, you're you're the youngest of the lot. So, and I don't say that you're extremely smart. Did you just great. assume my age? I'm reporting you on that dating app again. Yeah, please, uh, look at that. Isn't that ageism? Is that not ageism? <laughs> and, and, and the reason the reason yeah. I bring this up is, to, when Remzo was born, or when when, Rem, when Remzo was ten, this was nothing. I wasn't but a, born. I was I was this, just brought this, out of thin air. This is was nothing but a dream. Something like this, Ben. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. And I said this the other night, Rob. Where you you know, or I said this to somebody on the phone when you would call somebody. You know, if you were call a girl on a date, you'd have to sit at home waiting anxiously for that return phone call. And you might make five or six different calls. That was just me. But who knows where in five years what we're going to be doing with these things because it's so damn out of control. Because if you let them do it with the vaccine, what else are they going to allow the phone or to our phones to be access points to? Your point is extremely aptly taken. And it is terrifying. The people who run this country now, I think the woman's name was Rashida Tlaib. I can't pronounce it. Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib. Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib. These are people who do not know what freedom is. 
I would suggest that they go back to whatever country they came from and have see what life is like in those countries and then see if they'd rather live here. Well, she's, an, she's an Arab then. So that, you know, it, it, this should be like, uh, you know, uh, the, the deal of the century, but it's not. It, it's, it, it's the way we view things is not the way these sycophant, these, these psychos look at things and, 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 and we're never going to get into their head to think about it. We're just, well, then we're let's just keep them, then it's frightening that they're in Congress if, if people that nutty are in Congress, it's frightening. Me. Now bear in mind, I am a doctor of laws. I am not a psychiatrist. Do you take Medicaid? As a medical, medical <laughs> diagnosis, I do not. I, can, I, I cannot say as a medical diagnosis that she's mentally ill. She strikes me as decidedly unusual. Let's put it that way. But, it is incredibly bad to question the Constitution. Yes, certain provisions of the Constitution are definitely very questionable, but to question the Constitution as the underlying foundation document of the United States and to worship it, that is outrageous. That is insane. That's just an opinion. I'm not a psychiatrist. As somebody wrote in chat, she's batshit crazy. Yes, we all we 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 all agree with that, and not because she's this or that. That just her head is batshit crazy. Um, and if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to Ben Stein. We're here tonight with Rob Kendall from 93.1 WIBC. Bam, the future of conservative talk radio. Of course from On the Run with Remzo Martinez. Go check Remzo's stuff out, by the way. It is very interesting. I he's appreciate it. Smart, although tonight he seems to in- He's been indoctrinated. And I that's wish. what happens. That's what happens when you go on the road for two weeks. You get indoctrinated. But he has a great podcast up with him and his dad talking about watches. I want everybody to go and download that podcast, Remzo. It was really good. Um, really well done. And Wait, Remzo- you have a podcast about watches? If you cared more, Rob, you would have already known. I'm reading your book, dude. Reading your book. There's only so much of you I can do. It's so. I'm enjoying it very much. You're a superb writer. Superb. Listen, listen to all the love Com- coming from you. I do greatly appreciate that, Ben. Look, look, Thank you. Ramzo, look at all the love you're getting, even though we disagreed. And that's the whole even That's the beautiful thing about the known, world. Known, known, sexist and racist. Known. Which brings me to my next point, Ben. I think there's only one solution for this, to fight fire or fire. We are all black women now. (laughs) Uh, Black women, perhaps gender. Strong, independent, gender gender fluid women. Gender fluid. Yeah, well, no, I wasn't going to say that would definitely get kicked us off. But tell people quickly where they can find this, Rams. You can go ahead and find us without a COVID passport here on YouTube. Hit the bell icon so that way you never miss a notification when we go live. And please, those five-star ratings and reviews. We, we broke, I think, 170 on Apple Podcasts. Let's go ahead and break 200 five-star let's, reviews. And let's break the mold of media, even though we are a very modest show. Let's break the mold of media and say, whatever you and I, Remzo, disagree about, whatever Judah and Robert disagree about, this is the greatest country there has ever been in the world. We worship at the shrine of America. We worship at the shrine of free enterprise. We worship at the shrine of free speech. We worship at the shrine of freedom of religion. And let us not forget those incredibly important parts of our lives, the bases of our lives. Without them, we are nothing. Um, no, you're, it's a great point. You're 100% right. And I want to get to something very quickly because, the, the, uh, you know, somebody in chat brought it up. But, and it was something I noticed this morning as I was looking. Amazingly, it's sick. In New York City, an Asian woman was uh, 
Uh, oh my god this is so horrible was absolutely brutally attacked um and i saw this on the news i couldn't believe it it. but it doesn't fit the narrative because it's not angry white trump um trump supporters that are committing these acts of violence because he called it the china virus and we all know that certain communities it's the woo flu <laughs> we all know certain communities have had, and especially in Los Angeles, been major issues with the Asian community, the black community being one of them with the Asian community. Um, we look at what happened after the riots in L.A. There was a lot of violence against the Koreans um, and violence. I wish the media would just sometimes say, Ben, violence is wrong no matter who is doing Absolutely. it. And I would like to also say I could escape this feeling with my China doll. <laughs> the great song by Bowie. Rob, you were going to say something? Oh, no, I just, I, we were talking about this <laughs> over the past week or two on the air. When I was growing up and in school, they taught you, just don't be an a-hole to people. Respect. Ah, them, that's very good. Very good. Very regardless good. of their sex or their race. You weren't taught that. Whatever. And just get along with people and treat people decent. Now it's like, that's not even enough. It's like we moved so far past that to the point where if you're not an insane apologist for who you are as a human being, that you're a horrific person. And part of what it does is I think it it breeds in many cases, people to be worse to each other. As a black woman, I strongly support everything wrong. You are so clearly not a black woman, and it is so that is racist. The black women that you call yourself a black woman, black women are people of pride, dignity, hard work, intelligence. Uh, It stuns me that we would even allow this. So we should all just kill ourselves. Ben, Ben, it's it's her. As a black woman, I'm very much against that part. Ben, Ben, it's her truth, and I want to get to something though really quickly because. I, you know, as we're talking about Ben and I, we our biggest fear is freedom of speech. It was why I voted for Trump in, in the first place. It wasn't about the wall for me. It wasn't about anything. It was I saw where this country was going, um, as many people did, where 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 you could the thought of being arrested for free speech. Ben and I, one of our favorite bands is uh, Cheap Trick, and they have that song, The Dream Police, you know, um, uh, and, you know, and that's my biggest fear is as I was driving down the hill today. Um, to come over here, I was thinking about the thoughts in my head. Isn't that the police? Um, no, um, they had a song called "The Dream Police." Cheap trick, and that we could get arrested for our thoughts. I, I, I'm not kidding around. We're we're going to come kidding around either. You know, I, and I was I was thinking today happened. as we were talk, as as as, as we're, we talk about the border and we talk about what's going on in this country. The thoughts in my head, even though I would never act on them in many ways, Ben. I could be I, I could easily be oh. more than just given a warning on a, on a dating app for the thoughts. Oh, my God. If people could see the thoughts in my head. Well, first of all, they would feed me properly. But second of all, they would lock me up and make me eat pork. Wow, that got dark. Um, OK, Rob. But um, but yeah, I'm hey, look, they look, Judah, if they can see the thoughts in my head, I don't want to be alive anymore. Judah, I want you to want me. <laughs> I want you to want me. No, but, you know, I, I, it was just a thought in my head as I was coming down here. We used to be able to share the thoughts in our head without fear of recrimination or of losing or, but literally if any of us were to slip up and say certain, you know, listen, you can't say on YouTube about the election, uh, that the election um, 
was rigged. You can't say certain things out loud anymore. Certain things. I'm wrong. very well aware of it. I'm very well aware of it. I'm, I am scared. I am, I'm not going to kid you. I am scared. I'm scared all the time. Well, you know what I said one time that almost got me kicked off Facebook for good? What was that? That you're a black woman? No, they celebrated me. Um, I am I am their queen now. Uh, I said that homelessness is a choice. Oh. And within five minutes, I was restricted from my account and messenger. And I received several text messages from people saying that unless I said out loud that it was a joke, they would disassociate themselves from me publicly and privately. What does that mean, disassociate themselves? They would basically... What does that mean? They, they would basically, you know, cut me out of their lives. They would blackball a black woman. Which uh, is extremely so racist and sexist. That's so funny. Yesterday I was talking to one of my many doctors about, who really is a psychiatrist, and I was talking to him about marijuana, marijuana. And he said it's a very dissociative drug, and it makes you feel like you're living in a world of your own. And I feel like the whole Biden administration is smoking marijuana, and they're living in a world of their own where there's no constitution. Have they forgotten about the constitution? Which is why I think we need. So LBJ had the war on poverty. Nixon had the war on drugs. Bush had the war on terror. I think what we need. My bad. I think what we need is really to unify around one thing. We need a war on homelessness. Take all the homeless people and put them in Baltimore. (laughs) That's the only way. I I don't get that. What? We take all the homeless people, corral them, and we and we put them and we gate them off. I used to say Ben Camarillo, because in Camarillo, you know, down the 101, there's tons of uh, land there, you know, just build buildings over there. But they would migrate back here um, because this is where not, a, not if you build a big wall. That's a wall Biden could get behind to keep mm-hmm. the homeless people out. And we've digressed majorly. Um, it, it is it, we need it, to have freedom of speech. We cannot give up on freedom of speech. We have to fight for freedom of speech. And we cannot let criminals out of without having them go to at least go to trial. That's where we start. We cannot allow criminals to have a, a, a free, free, sorry, a pass to go free after committing crimes. That's where we start. And freedom of speech, absolutely. And 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 by the way, I just want to say something. And and in 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 less than two years, we're going to have elections. We're going to have the elections, you know, Senate seats up, Congress seats up. And this is what Remzo is talking about. We really do have to get active and and handpick and cherry pick candidates. If you could afford it to donate to, if you can't afford it to get on the ground for those candidates, it is extremely important. And I can guarantee you this because of Georgia's new racist law, it will prove, you know, with voter ID, it will prove Georgia will solely prove, and I said this to a friend of mine the other night, that if, if, if a Republican wins, we know that, it was, that we know that there was fraud, right? Because if, if, if Republicans take back the House and the Senate in Georgia, we for sure, Rob, will know that there was mail-in ballot fraud. So this is fascinating when it comes back to the free speech and why they want to cut it off. Because the narrative now is that they're denying you water if you're in line to vote, which is absolutely not true. It doesn't say that at all. It just basically says you can't be out campaigning and bribing somebody with a bottle of water and vote for so-and-so. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. 
But the point is, because they've choked off free speech and the ability for people to object to this and then be heard if you object to it, you've got idiots like Major League Baseball going, oh, well, maybe we'll pull the All-Star game. Or now they're coming for the Masters. Now, the Masters has given them a middle finger back from what it sounds like and said, have a nice day. But the point is, people respond to this and engage in it when it's not true at all. It's not true at all. And... Again, it is being used to fight against free speech. The great cudgel that the left uses to attack free speech, which is so basic that you wouldn't think anyone could possibly have a weapon that could attack it, is racism. They've taken this racism, which was a terrible, terrible, terrible problem in America, even when I was a child, terrible problem. Now it's gone, but now it's been resurrected to destroy the Constitution and destroy freedom of speech. It, it's gone, except it's back when it can be used to destroy freedom of speech. That is a terrifying situation. And somebody brought up something in chat, and I want to say this, and, and yes, we all agree that the, the elections were manipulated. I could say that. I don't think that's wrong. Manipulated, Remzo. But to, to keep on saying Why? this, and this, is what, and this is what you were referring to before, we have a choice right now. We, we And Rob in Indianapolis and all these places, we have a choice. 700,000 people stayed home on, on, on the runoff Senate election night. I believe that's the number. I could be wrong. Of Republicans didn't go out and vote. Because they're criminals. We have a choice to fight rigged and, and, and punch back the riggedness. We do have that ability. And, and, and we, could take it, we could take it sitting down. or we could. And this is where it comes to Remzo. We could fight it. The Georgia elections were always going to be lost. I want to agree with you there. Why is that? Because so? Kelly Loeffler is a criminal. Okay, Remzo. There's still seven hundred. Remzo, still seven hundred thousand people. Because they were home. terrible of their constituents. They had terrible constituent services records. They didn't vote the way they wanted. They were always going to lose. I can't. Be, I I agree with you almost everything, man. I'm not going to agree with you on that. They were Either, always Remzo. Be, Remzo. If Remzo is here to make trouble tonight. He is not. He is. He's a he's a he's a, he's a rouser tonight. He's a he's a he's he's been indoctrinated. I mean, the, the, the elections are rigged, and then your senators are criminals. Why, why, why show up? I mean, it's, it's one or the other reason. Well, originally, it, it, Ramza, originally— We don't want a Democratic Senate. That's why. Yeah, because, because Ramza, sometimes the, the ends do justify the means, and I agree with you on this one. Herschel Walker, I pray he's running in Georgia in two years. I, I, I would love to see Warnock go against—fight uh, against uh, Herschel Walker— that is a that is a dream matchup. And you're right. This is what I said, Ramza. I didn't say we have to get better candidates. We have to, have to, have to on all levels. It's why I keep on saying to Rob that he should be running. It's why people say to Ben that he should be running, even though he's been he was offered to, to run for the governor of California, I believe. I was asked to. I was asked to. You might have another chance, I, Ben. I, no, I, I I'm too old, tired, and, and sick mentally to do it. I'm sick mentally of seeing our beautiful free speech constitution being attacked by people who don't know their ass from their elbow. You're you're 100% correct. And I I, I think the only um, antidote is to keep on fighting, to keep on screaming, to keep on saying what's on our mind, and not, like you said, Ramsey, one of your biggest things is about bitching and whining and people on the news. The best thing people could do is not live in the past but go for the you know go to the future and start working their asses off 
for the next election cycle that's coming up because it's coming up on us really soon. Really fast. And it's going to be upon us. We've got to start with that. I'm going to have to sing now. Okay, oh. Ben, could, uh, I, can I let Remzo close it out, please? Oh, I can't sing. No, no, no. Remzo, oh. tell people, tell people <laughs> Remzo, before we shut it down, can you let people know where they can find us? If you're on here, you know how to use the internet. Go and hit the button that says subscribe so you never miss anything. And while you're at it, the next time you go and take a poop or something, pull out your phone because I know that you do. And go to Apple Podcasts because it's on your phone. Go ahead and leave us a five-star rating interview. Tell us how awesome we are so that way we keep growing like it's nobody's business. As always, find us on Google on uh, Google Play, Audible. You know how to use Al Gore's amazing internet. Use it for some good. And on that note, I want to thank Remzo on the runs with, on the runs or on the run with Remzo Martinez. It can um, be on the runs depending and, on when you listen. And, to it. and of course, Rob Rob Kendall from ninety three one WICDM, Bam, the future of conservative talk radio. Of course, America's humble servant. You can find them at spectator.org and on Parlor at Ben Stein. Um, and you can find me on Parlor at Judah Friedman. I want to thank everybody that's been listening tonight, everybody that's watching. I love your comments. Thank you sincerely. Um, and spread the word. Ben Stein, please take us out. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the sun, I hear the flash, I hear the sound of thunder by power throughout the universe undone. That's enough for now. Good night, everybody, and have a pleasant tomorrow.